The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is All Things Therapy, where we are changing consciousness one conversation at a time. And I'm Lisa Tahir, your host. Podcast. I am Lisa Tahir, your host, and in full transparency, I recorded this episode earlier today, and when I went to disseminate it, there was no audio at all. The microphone, I didn't click on the right microphone, so nothing recorded. And I just went to take a bath and think about what to do, how to handle this, And I realized that the show I did earlier, I want to take some more time with. I spoke to the issue of non-binary and what I think that means as far as, I'm, I'm actually going to save all of it. I want to be more thoughtful and do a little deeper dive into the things I received around the topic of people that are non-binary and trans, and the message had to do with how all things therapy supports, respects, and is about inclusion and encouraging you as my audience to stretch yourself if if non-binary has been challenging for you, if, if transgendered individuals are difficult for you, to stretch yourself in a loving and inclusive way. So I'm tabling that to talk about where that conversation went in the earlier podcast. I found myself speaking about healing from being bullied and a time in my life when I was 12 and 13 years old in seventh and eighth grade in New Orleans at Lake Castle School. And I want to pick this up tonight in in doing an episode entirely about healing from being bullied because I've been through a lot in my life. And one of the many gifts of that, of these experiences, is being able to share them with you and takeaways. And if I can help you avoid some of the pain that I have had gone through, have gone through as a younger person, I, I am so invested in that just I'm so invested in helping you being more insightful, being more aware, being uh, predictive even to avoid certain things. And for those of you that are being bullied, have been bullied, and that's a painful place for you as it is, as well as those of you that might be the bully, bullying now or in, in your past, you've been a bully and you feel bad about it, or maybe you don't. I want to speak to you as well, because for me, being bullied was awful during that time. I dreaded going to school. I felt so inferior. I couldn't stand being laughed at and made fun of and just 
a social conversation with peers in seventh and eighth grade. And this came up for me because in the last two years, three of those individuals, three females reached out to me on Facebook to be friends. And this is where my spirituality meets real life. I speak a lot about metaphysics, about meditation, about the universe, the law of attraction, universal mind, all of these things that might seem ethereal, esoteric, and not very practical, but they're fucking practical because when these three women at different times reached out on Facebook to be my friend, the thought that crossed through my mind is like, what the fuck does this bitch want? Because they came across three individual times. It wasn't like in the same day, the three people sent me a friend request. And I was not surprised by my thoughts, feeling like, oh, like it dredged up really some uh, hatred towards them and some anger, righteous anger for how poorly they treated me. And now they want to be Facebook friends. And I sat with it and I just kind of sat on it. I don't remember how long, less than less than a day. And I thought, you know, Lisa, this is where your spiritual practice really meets real life. And if these women write in a DM to want to converse, then you can share some of what you want to know from them, which is what I wanted to know is like, why did you do that to me? Why did you treat me like that? And that never happened. We just became friends, like it often happens on Facebook, and you scroll through their page and see what's going on in their life. And, you know, I'm not proud to admit this, but when I looked on their pages, like I thought, wow, you have such a better life. So just to share, like I'm totally, <laughs> totally um, just a person, like all of us are. And I felt some relief in the moment that. I've made really good choices about my life and I'm in a good place. And also in a kind of like judgmental too, like, fuck you, you know, you were such a bitch to me and like, my life is better than what I see yours as being in my opinion. And it's all relative. And then I didn't feel good about that thought. I'm like, okay, Lisa, you're so in ego. This is totally ego driven. And this is why people bully. They bully to feel power. They feel, they bully to you know, get others to laugh and have camaraderie. And it's at the expense of other people's emotions. And I was like, you know what? I, I release this criticism of them. It's from a place of just being so hurt and, and still angry about that, seeing them now in my feed. And I said, uh, uh, you know, ask for help from the universe. Like, I don't ever have to speak to these women. And I don't see that happening. But I also don't want to harbor the resentment that came up within me because it only hurts me. And it blocks everything I want from coming to me, like loving relationships and and being loved and being understood and not criticized and scrutinized like I was doing about them. So today in the episode, talking about non-binary individuals, transgendered individuals and and feeling into the clients I've worked with from those communities and their experiences of emotional pain. One of the ways as a therapist I relate with people that have gone through different things from me is that I relate to their emotion, the emotion of being bullied, of being judged, of, of feeling fear 
and their lives. And that's a bridge that we can connect with others. And I offer that to you because you don't have to be a therapist to learn skills of empathy. And it's, it's empathy is something to some degree or another we're born with, yet it's also cultivated. And so when I saw these women those years ago sending me the friend requests, and at first I felt kind of elated and pompous around the life I had created and perceiving it to be better than theirs, they actually all looked happy when I looked at them and their, their pages. And I finally could feel good about that. And I thought, you know what, maybe they got what they needed to change and, and not hurt others through bullying like they did in seventh and eighth grade. And bullies are often abused. Bullies are often treated poorly by someone and then they mimic that behavior. It doesn't make it okay. It doesn't excuse it. Yet I started to look at them as adults and myself as an adult and just kind of zoom out and see a bigger picture, certainly in my life. And that being bullied, it taught me to, it taught me the value of friendship, of really good and loving people and friends. It taught me to be more discerning and outwardly, I'm really loving and gregarious. Inwardly, I feel like I have a good read on people. And that doesn't have to always be verbalized to them or to others. I sense energy. I know I've been developing this. And I steer clear from a lot of individuals that I get that bullying energy from. And others, I actually have felt drawn to, to try to help them even when they don't want it. And that that's never turned out well. For those of you that resonate with that placement, with that part of yourself, wanting to help people, seeing their woundedness, seeing their vulnerability and, and how they want to grow and, and be better and you really see their potential and stepping in and helping them without their consent, it's, it's not a healthy thing. It wasn't a healthy thing every time I've done it. And it it doesn't serve them. It, it's, I think, always received as something unwanted. And let me pause because in doing this episode again, it's actually, let me paint you a picture. 9.19 p.m. Pacific time in my apartment in L.A. It's a beautiful night. I made a cosmopolitan on the rocks that I'm sipping, took a hot bath, and just wanted to, whoa, my computer is doing weird things right now. Okay, I'm just going to not touch anything. Is it recording? The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com.
Are we recording? Yes. Okay. Pardon the pause, y'all. Whatever's going on in the universe. I've also had a lot go on personally lately. It's been really good. My sisters came to LA for my birthday. It was awesome, but also exhausting. As you know, when you have house guests and you're showing them around. LA is so fucking big and sprawling and we did all these things, driving us everywhere. I feel a little depleted, but also at peace. And I've been invited on a podcast coming up that has to do with humor and I'm struggling a little bit with this show. And I feel like this all ties in somehow. I'm going to loop it back together I'm a, I work a lot with people that have experienced things like bullying, that's traumatic, sexual abuse, relationship issues, things. People come to therapists to talk about big shit. It's rare that somebody comes in with something that's not kind of a mother load of, of something. And that's not overwhelming to me anymore. I've developed ways to to be with my feelings, my countertransference, it's called, and and definitely taking some time away. The gym, is that for me? Walking in the gym are my two ways to process my own emotions about the people and their issues and what I encounter in that really intimate emotional space. Um, I just totally lost my train of thought. Wow, this is quite an episode, and I want to keep it because I typically do shows where I'm more polished and it's research-based and and um, I'm putting forth facts and, and things like that. And today, somehow this whole bullying thing came up, and I have to say, it's just kind of like, it has me sitting back for a minute because it just really was hurtful, though it was a long time ago. And this is also what I wanted to share with you, is that we make deals with life. And I remember at some point making a deal. I didn't know that's what it was at a time at that time, but thinking, I'm just never going to treat anybody like that. And it was like a thought, like think about times in your life where some shit happens, something happens, and you have a big thought. You make like a declaration. It's like a blanket statement to yourself. And we've all done this without being aware of how powerful it is. And to me, it's like, I'm just never going to fucking treat anybody like that. It's awful. And that's an extreme agreement to make with life because what it caused me to do was be overly permissive with people in my life that I should not have been, that I allowed too much And I didn't set boundaries with them or myself. And I gave too much. I overgave and I under-received. And so in the bathtub tonight, I was thinking about that was an agreement I made with life as a result of being bullied. And so be aware. Think back to agreements you might have made with yourself and with life. I talk to this about clients all the time. Like what agreements did you make with life about yourself? In a moment, something really powerful happened. And another one, just to throw out examples, I'm being so authentic, it's it's like, I feel it. <laughs> I feel it. Ooh, ouch. This is a little hard. Um, I remember coming out of 
growing up in a home where there was where there was abuse. And I remember driving in New Orleans. There's a Metairie Road exit off the I-10. And I remember at the red light, I was in my 20s, and I just remember thinking about something so cruel my mother said to me. And I was like, I'm never going to speak to anyone like that. And I promised God, like, God, if you just help me in my life, I'm never going to speak to anyone like that. And at the moment, that really felt good. And it brings up tears to to share that because I remember literally sitting there at the red light in my car, making that deal with God, with myself, with the universe. I'm just never ever cuz words you you can't take back certain words when they're cruel and it was cruel and it was hurtful and it it really took away from my life instead of add to my life and you know i feel good about that commitment because i haven't spoken quite in that same way there actually was once cuz i'm human and someone wounded me and I did I did send a very cruel text and I called to mind that agreement I made at the red light. And I was like, you know what, God, I can't keep this agreement. It's it's a burden. I don't know that I'm never gonna say something mean or cruel because sometimes I feel that way when I've been hurt. And so what I really want is to have a full and complete healing of my woundedness so that triggers are more of like, they're not a trigger. Like I don't even feel touched by that in a painful way because I know that the way people relate to me are because of how life has touched them. And it's not about me. And that's what I thought today when I walked home from the gym and was thinking about this bullying experience at Lake Castle and just, you know, even today when things don't quite go my way, when I don't hear back from somebody that I'm excited to hear back about, and I might start to get in a story about my head. I was like, you know what, Lisa, today, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make a story about this. This has nothing to do with me. And I just walked and I soothed myself with like, my dad told me to take things that trouble you and put it, put them on the clouds and watch them float away. And today was actually such a beautiful and clear day. There were no clouds, but I, you know, I use that metaphor. I'm just going to put this in the sky and let it dissipate away from me. That these people and things I'm concerned about, they don't have to do with me. And I'm doing really well. And I want to tell you, you're doing so, so very well. Go gentle on yourself. Go easy. That was also what came up for me on my walk home from the gym was like, I'm being, I'm being hard on myself. I want to, I want to be sweet to myself and I'm doing good enough. And I didn't want to get in comparison about, you know, the world, people aren't living up to their potential and people don't care. I was like, I don't even want to go to that narrative. It's fucking exhausting. And it doesn't even matter because at the end of the day, it's you with you. Even if you're in an intimate partnership, relationship, married, couple, dating, it's you with you. You're only in your mind, head and heart at night, even sleeping next to your beloved. 
And if you can just let yourself know, as I am letting myself know today, that we're doing really well. I am excited to see what that new agreement with life brings into my life. And I want you to do that same thing. So this episode is really about how spirituality and metaphysics are practical and useful and help me to shift when the women that bullied me reached out to be friends on Facebook and the thoughts I had about them and my anger that came up towards them. And then after I released and acknowledged myself, including saying to myself, I'm so sorry you went through that, Lisa. I am so very sorry you were treated like that by them. And I want you to do that for yourself. The things that have happened that still hurt your feelings, that cause you pain, that aren't resolved, that might never be resolved, you can resolve it with you and say to yourself, I'm so sorry you went through that. I am going to wrap this episode up right here. And it's actually the first time I'm not going to do a paid sponsorship because I feel like this material is really landing importantly. And I don't know how to do even an ad that makes me some income without tainting the preciousness and the sacredness of this moment with you. So I'm just going to encourage you to please give a written review to All Things Therapy Podcast, a five-star rating, play the commercials through, even if you mute them, that's really important to raise my show in prominence and let me know what you think. I'm taking new clients. You can learn about me and my practice. It's in the show note. And I really love you. This was good. Thank you. Thank you for spending this time with me and hearing some of my story. All my love. And that's a wrap. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review All Things Therapy on the platform you're listening from. And let's connect on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at NOLA Therapy, the abbreviation for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy, reflecting my two favorite cities. And let's keep changing consciousness one conversation at a time.